here we go podcasters spotify go check it out if you have a lot to talk about i'm so excited to get to know you guys over on threads on tiktok in spotify um definitely it's a good time to get to know you guys through your creative work really been getting to know you guys on podcasts and been really excited about it wanted to get in on learning how to use resentment as a muscle because we've been talking about kindness we've been talking about habits and what we can do to feel better but a lot of this does not happen overnight there's a lot of healing that has to happen there's a lot of guilt that needs to be gotten rid of for wasting a lot of time and realizing that in fact it's not a waste of time to have had space in your life where You've learned what does not match and what does match. When it comes to people, objects, the types of phone you might have, the type of podcast platform you might break up with and reunite with. In uh, my example, my case of Spotify, I had to go to other podcast platforms to see what I really had. I had to create and change up my podcast and start a new podcast three and a half years ago to see, to really get in touch with why am I doing this? Why am I here? And what's really interesting and continues to be is the intimacy of self that comes into a solo an ongoing solo platform like a process for some of us it is about the solo podcast for others it is about the solo youtube channel or tiktok tiktok is definitely one of those that is it can be as solo as you want it to be. It can be as intimate as you want it to be, but you can interact. And I really admire that podcast. Same thing. And um, this could he a point. And this point could really be about finding your space. I'm going to give you an exercise, a movement exercise that you can do. I'm going to describe it to you, but I want you to try this with like music. And I want you to try this. If you decide to listen to this podcast and do this, that's fine. But I want you to do this with music that resonates with you, more importantly. And then maybe come back to this podcast if you really need the movement right now. Maybe you needed it yesterday and you're overdue for some movement. Or maybe you yourself can listen to this 
continuously throughout this episode, see where we're going to go to use resentment as a muscle to build up energy, to self-forgiveness, to forgiveness of others, and even to continued kindness. Pulling kindness out of regret is very, very weird. But it's necessary. So we're going to get deep into all of that. If you need to pause and do this exercise with your favorite music that you need right now, that's fine. It could be slow. It could be fast. What I love about this is it's very versatile. And it's a very healthy way to burn energy. Get very mindful within your movements. They do this in yoga a lot. It's a very, it seems very basic if you're advanced into yoga, but doing this on an ongoing basis will actually cure any restless leg syndrome you have. Um, for me, it was a lack. It was standing very stiff and working in the kitchen a lot and not having stretched my legs quite enough. Um, and not only can that make you stiff, it can bring out the stiff restless, which is different than restlessness. Um, and it feels different, but this is going to cure a lot of your leg injury um, and a lot of your energy in your legs that you need to uh, manage. So you're going to lay on the floor and you're going to lay on your stomach and you need um, just enough space to do this. So clear up your floor if you need to, pause if you need to. You know, this podcast is all about life, so I totally understand and we're getting as daily as possible in this. And this is a great morning exercise. You can do this in the evening as well, um, either when you're listening or if you find that you've been sitting all day and you need to get up and do this in the evening, whichever the case may be. But you lay on your stomach. Your feet are going to need to point upward and they're going to need to be put together. So it's kind of like putting your hands together, but you're putting your feet together. And eventually, if you practice doing this a lot, you can do this in multiple sitting, lying on your back, all kinds of different positions, just so that you can do these stretches however your body needs to fit. And so what you actually need to do is you're putting your feet together and then you are moving your feet in circle motions. And if you can picture your hands as you're swimming in water, moving in circle motions, you can understand that you're doing this in the air with your feet Gravity is keeping you grounded enough that you're not floating away because maybe you have some fear of water that you're working through right now or maybe you uh, it's hard to wrap your head around swimming. So you're doing this feet circle with your feet. You're doing this throughout the songs. You're doing this throughout podcast episodes. You're doing this in silence if you need to think. and But more importantly... This is a, and it's an immersive enough exercise that you're not able to just stop and skip through tracks because one of my hardest things about working out like dance 
even when I get immersed into yoga stretches and balancing on my hands and things like this, it's very easy to have my Bluetooth headphones in and to just skip, 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 skip. I miss out on really good songs that I haven't discovered. I miss out on giving songs a chance. I go right to this upbeat, fast energy songs. And those are awesome. And they really do help with high energy. But sometimes you can rip your muscles. You can go too fast. And um, sometimes you even miss the really good lyrics within those songs because you're not actually listening. And sometimes some of the value in this motivation comes from even songs that are a little more mindful with lyrics or without lyrics. But in any case, sometimes they help you give you something to meditate on if it's like the music that really works for you. I listen to a lot of Australian hip hop. I listen to a lot of um, American hip hop and a lot of uh, metal hip hop and all kinds of different hip hop that gives me lyrics to meditate on and also um instrumentals these this conscious these conscious instrumentals that are more binaural as well so it kind of gives you a variety lots of female hip hop to get that feminine energy um or that female masculine energy out there um, just all different kinds of hip-hop that can give me lyrics that can meditate on. Some hard rock, some heavy metal, of course. Mostly hip-hop, though, just for that energy and, and lyrical boost that is needed. Um, that is very much appreciated. So, um, shout-outs to all my faves. You should know who you are if you're looking at views and analytics, but either way, um... Find a music that resonates with you. It might not be hip-hop. It might be jazz. Like, I do love jazz. I do love country. Country rap I listen to. Um, and uh, who could forget that? That's actually pretty cool. Um, it's fairly new, so it um, was one of those things that I kind of like enlisting all of this. I just sort of thought of, kind of came up for me just now. Um Southern hip hop, that's a little bit different than country hip hop. I, it's it's new for me as well, but um that's definitely become important um in culture and kind of the environments that I've based on some of the aspects of environments that I've been around, even if it's not the main part of the environment. You know, just if if you listen to hip hop, you'll understand that it reflects a lot of environment and different types of hip hop as well, but in any case, um, finding the music that resonates with you, it could be country itself. It could be, which I do love country. I love all music, technically. Um, country rock, jazz, hip-hop, heavy metal, rock. Um, techno. Um, trans. All, all of it. I love, and it'll all come up from time to time, but it's just, it's very mindful to do this kind of movement. And it forces you to get into transition with these songs and go into the next song. And you, you're moving your feet 
Your arms need to be outstretched in front of you. Music is only a big, it's a big part of it though. And that's why I went so deep into it for a minute. But stretching your arms out in front um, is going to give your arms a good stretch at the same time. And you're not putting too much weight on your arms, but your, your arms are getting a much needed stretch because we use our arms hopefully all day. Um, and your arms, as much as they lift, they need to have that, like, you're not putting so much weight on your arms. And, um, your legs need that circulation. So this is really good for that. If your feet have been feeling restless or your legs have been feeling restless, your feet, your feet and legs have been feeling stiff. And, um, if you do this a certain way where it's fully a circle, your back won't hurt and it will actually help your lower back, believe it or not, because you're moving your core feet, how you walk and everything else. And then because your arms are stretched out so much, your back is going to get a good stretch. Like it helps your whole body overall. So excellent workout and you can adjust as you need to. If you're pregnant, I would not recommend laying on your stomach, lay on your back, sit up. If you have stomach issues, I would not recommend your stomach anyway. And you can do this in sit-down positions um, and lay-down positions on your back, um, on your sides as needed. But even just putting your feet together, how long you can keep them together is a good stretch as well. And um, this is going to help you with mindfulness. This is going to help you with mindful movement. So getting into this aspect of finding closure. With just adjusting my phone for recording here. But the, um, the aspects of closure, like finding a lot of closure within these crazy transitions in life where you're changing friendships, you're moving forward, you've gone through a bunch of shit that you didn't think you'd ever go through, and other people kind of stayed behind. They may have been close in watching you somewhat. They may have been interested in watching you, but they stayed behind, right? How do we deal with this without the resentment, and how do we figure out? It goes back to many episodes I've stated where you realize, are they interested in helping themselves? Are they interested in doing the work alongside with you as a team and doing their own individual work, living within their life, living within their self? And if you find that they're staying behind, if you find that they're not doing the direction... now. Direction doesn't necessarily mean the similar action that you're doing. Direction means they're going in the same direction as you and they're moving up in their life with their own actions. It doesn't necessarily mean, however, that they are doing the same thing that you are doing. They are not living the same lifestyle. They are not working the same way the same business, the same job, making money the same way that you might be. They could, in fact, benefit more from doing it a different way, but they're going in a direction of upwards. 
by choice. They're going in a direction of progress by choice and they don't have to drain your upward progress. They're going alongside of you. And you will sense this if you get around really high up people and I don't mean high up like rich or famous. You know, we all love a good celebrity that motivates us, whether they're an internet celeb or a TV celeb. We all love that. But it's not going to be necessarily realistic that, like, we're going to be friends all of a sudden just because we watch their content. And in some cases, they might live a very different life that you wouldn't even want. And they might, you might live a very different life that they would never want. And so, um, you know, sometimes there's, you could really get a lot of good energy and they could be a good creator in that way. And that's great. But realistically, a higher up person is going to be a person who treats themselves well and who treats, and that should be first, but who also will be a good friend to you. They will, you are thought of, oh, would you like to go, would you like to go to this concert and check out this music with me? Would you like to do this kind of thing? Um, we can work together on this, this kind of thing. And you do the same thing for them. Hey, if you ever want to do this, let me know. Would you like to do that? Let me know. Um, think about if this was would be something you're interested in. Let me know when you have time or when you're ready. That kind of thing. And um, it's not the sort of clingy, attached, codependent friendships that you've had before where you have to text and talk every day. Um, in fact, these are the kinds of Friendships where you might not answer a text right away or a phone call right away because you're thinking about it. They are a higher up friend, so you're actually putting some thought into your response versus just responding just to respond. When it comes to making plans, when it comes to working together, when it comes to many different aspects of this. But a lot of this has to do with like if you're getting sober And the people stay behind. Like, there's going to be a lot of resentment there. Like, if you see, I have shown, like, you're going to say to yourself, like, I have shown how valuable it is to become sober. And you just continue and continue not to. But the point is, and the whole thing that it comes back to is they're staying behind. Because for them, they don't see enough value or enough instant gratification. And so for you, what you're actually doing is moving forward. You'll be so involved in wondering why why won't these people get sober? They're watching me make it cool. I'm finding music that makes it cool from others that are making it cool as well. And it's extremely inspiring. Why aren't people inspired to do this? And you get very resentful. And that's just it. Like it takes away the focus from your own joy and worrying about people that stay behind. 
that might have had issues in drinking that you've either seen or they admit to. And it's taking away from your sober high because there is a high in being sober after a long time and a lot of hard work there is a high this kind of work to find your own joy and to find what it takes to enjoy this high is an ongoing process that never ends you're always going to be working for it and you're always going to be working through the fade out from the echo of resentment to the pure fade out of resentment. People see you're doing good and they still find things that they criticize because that's how they were raised. That's how they got treated. They're very unhappy and so they will criticize the littlest things. They will do anything they can because they know that you're happy with what you have and you're doing well and you're grateful that they will criticize something to make sure that you know that they think you're wrong for any little thing. They don't want to hear other people thinking that you're doing good because they are very unhappy and they couldn't make the change themselves. You have to really, even if you love the people enough to keep them in your life, you have to really come to terms with that and it's a huge healing process. And sometimes there's benefits to understanding that. Some of these people, you don't have any family obligation to. And so you don't necessarily have to keep them in your life, but you'll always wish them well because you're doing good and you're happy and you know the difference and you see what that is like. But it's no longer painful. And I'm telling you the result first because this is a place that you want to get to. Oh, thank God for dryers. They're really a miracle when they work. And when you keep up with them. Um, and. Dealt with many times in life where the dryer didn't work. And it's really um, a blessing that it does. Um, and it's also a luxury. Honestly, I've been without dryers for years at a time or when living in different states and stuff. And it just, it's, it's really a luxury, but it's a blessing. Clothes, the few clothes that I put in here, a couple of outfits, the rugs for the house are dry. You know what? They could be a little more.
And so, such is life, this, uh, this weather feels really good out here at night, actually, um, just to enjoy the weather for what it is naturally. I've got my hot chamomile, and that's the thing, is I always bring up the things that I do and how much of a party I'm having with the drinks that I have, chamomile tea, coffee, peppermint tea, chai, salt water, coconut water, ginger ale, all these things that ginger beer, N.A., all these things. that we can do, all these choices we can make over time. And when you start to make your own choices, you're going to really resent those that stay behind. And so how do we get past this? By enjoying ourselves. Like, there's a lot of complicated emotions that come with this. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of healing that needs to take place, that exercise will put you in a moving meditation. And that's what I'm more about. I'm not about so much the sit still meditations. I'm more about the moving meditations, And so that's what this can be. How moving meditations can cure resentment because the joy, the pure joy in this podcast is an entire ongoing work in progress. You can see the resentment coming through my episodes with the self-love as a solution. And by understanding that, then you recognize yourself. And it's one step at a time, one problem thought through at a time that sometimes you have to go through the resentment process to get to the other side and you have to just know that you yourself need to enjoy your changes and that you yourself need to live your life and you can always want good for somebody it doesn't have to be this I wish bad upon you. It doesn't have to be that. Because if you're enjoying your life so well, you're not going to want that for them. But you also, and that's forgiveness, right? But you also don't have to forget what they did do or what they didn't do. You also don't have to be a pushover. You also don't have to have people in your life or... taking on burdens together that are not matching up with the other people. And as much as I think sharing is very important to learn in a community, I don't think we're taught sharing the right way. I think we're taught in a very simplified way. There is also learning when to share with yourself and to uh, 
to keep it for yourself and not to necessarily have room to share with those that stay behind because that's enabling. That is definite enabling to do that. Um, and wishing someone well means not enabling and wishing that they get dissatisfied, discontent enough um, that they do something about it themselves. That's what we had to learn through being rejected and told no and that kind of thing. It stopped us from being enabled. I hope that this helps you as life goes on, as clothes, household rugs, and washcloths get dry and whatever's going on in your own home happens. Life is still going to go on and that's the point, that's the example. Life is still going to go on. And so, working your way through resentment and allowing yourself to process as slow as you need to to work through the resentment does not make you a resentful person. It makes you somebody who's finding and recognizing yourself. Finding and recognizing the things that you have done for others, the things that you have done for yourself, the changes you've made. Take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other. And through all of this, we can work through life's process together. <laughs>